Hello everyone and welcome to the Mental Uplift Podcast. Today is actually a really cool episode. I'm really excited for it. I talk with one of my sorority sisters. We pledge together so she is one of my ship sisters and we talk about her finding or slash and knowing her sexuality and being confident in her sexuality um, and for the relationship that me and her have, I'm very grateful for it. Um, she means a lot to me. We talk about this in the podcast, but we talk about like how we first met. <laughs> and we first met, I told her my whole life story. And I don't even think she asked me for it. I just kind of went for it. Um, and I remember walking away feeling like I, one, really hope that I never see her again because that was all a lot. Or two, I hope that she stays in my life forever. And little did we know that about maybe a year later, we became ship sisters. And she's definitely going to be one of those people that stayed in my life forever. She has a very good way of connecting with people in a deeper level than just like small talk or the line item. She can like dig deep and connect to your soul almost. Um, and so I'm really honored and grateful for her and... She is also one of the first people that kind of uh, brought up my white privilege and took the time to kind of be like, hey, this is what's happening in the world. Racism does still exist. You are white, so you are more privileged. Racism exists. Um, Black Lives Matter. And took the time to educate me on that, but also kind of let me educate myself, if that makes sense. She made me aware of very many different issues um and she is one of those people that could um educate me and call me out without me feeling attacked and to sit down and actually notice things um and for that conversation that we had I'm so grateful for it um because it's those issues that people need to be more aware of and educate themselves Black people can't be the ones educating the white people. The white people need to do it themselves. And she gave me that space. So um, for her, I'm so grateful. And I'm so excited for her and her journey as a bisexual. And um, I hope you guys enjoy our conversation. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Aisha. Hey. Okay. So, who are you and what do you do for work? I'm Aisha and I'm the baddest bitch you ever did. No, no I'm Stop. kidding. <laughs> I expect I'm you just, to do that. <laughs> I'm just a silly girl, you know. I just be living life, doing my thing. And yeah, that's me. <laughs> just okay. trying to have fun. <laughs> Got it. How do we know each other? <laughs> we know each other okay we're sorority sisters but how we first met it was funny we were both at study tables and I had no idea who you were I was chilling you were chilling and then you like then all of a sudden up to me yeah and we just like, started talking and then you like told me your life story and I was like wow I, I told her my life like story without her asking first of all I don't even think <laughs> there was nothing to a topic for me to give you a chance to be like this is my life and they all just I appreciated happen. it though it was better than doing whatever homework I was there to do, <laughs> you know? to do 
<laughs> and then we had to go home and stay up until like 2, 3 a.m. trying to finish it. Yep, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, trying to hop on into it, you are bisexual. Yes. How did you know and how did your journey with learning or knowing you were bisexual, like how did that journey go? Okay, yeah. So, um, well, when I was like, it started before then, which I'll talk about. But when I was like 13, around that age, I started to like girls and I was like, oh, am I gay? And it like stressed me out, just like the not knowing, you know, and like, that's the thing, like with sexuality, it's not like, it's not just like a binary, you know what I mean? It's on a spectrum, but you know, my little 13 year old self, I was so stressed about it. I was like, oh my God, like, what does it mean if I am? But then I thought I was, but I was confused because I've like had crushes on little boys before when I was like in elementary school. So that was kind of confusing. But then at one point I was like, well, I definitely do like girls. So I think I'm gay. But then later I was like, no, I think girls just, I was kind of like, no, I think it's just like, I want to be this girl. I like want to be friends with her, but it wasn't that I, I just like girls. And then later I heard people say that like, oh, if you think that, or like, if you kind of like use that to justify it to yourself, like, oh, like, um, that's normal. Like all girls think other girls are hot, that they're like, you're probably bisexual. So yeah. <laughs> Like, okay, a little bit, but, like, I feel like I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to, like, accept it. I was in denial, so I was kind of like, oh, no, like, well, all girls think other girls are hot, but it's like, mm, do they? you might be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had girl crushes, but I wouldn't, cons- I wouldn't say that I'm bisexual. Oh, no, it was more than that. <laughs> it was more than a girl crush. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> interesting so how did you like did you know from like that point on and like hearing that that like you knew or like at what point did you know that you were bisexual oh did I know um I'd say like probably like late high school early college like I feel like I kind of like always knew but like at first I didn't know that that was a thing you know I thought it was like either you like men or you like women you know Um, but then I like kind of like didn't accept it and then it was I think it was really last year that I finally was like okay like you know what I'm okay with it like I don't even have to like what's the point in like putting all this pressure on yourself to like label it you know got it interesting (laughs) we didn't talk about uh well I'll ask you that later how does like does your family and friends know you are bisexual and how do they feel about it yes so my friends all know now um because I have a girlfriend so yeah my friends know and they're all really supportive like I don't have any like well I want to be friends with anyone that's like homophobic or you know like any type of prejudice but my friends are all cool about it which I really love and appreciate them um my family knows but they didn't always like when I was like younger and stuff and I was like oh like one time I told my mom I was like I think I'm gay and then a few years later I was like just kidding I was like remember how I told you that I was gay I was like actually I'm not (laughs) (laughs) but I think my mom kind of always like had a feeling but I just told her last year that I'm bisexual so yeah and then my brother is weird like he has some like questionable (laughs) 
belief. And so when I, when I decided I was going to tell him, I think it was like um, the end of last year, I was like, let me test the waters first, you know, see how much I can tell him. So then um, I forgot what I asked him. It was something like, oh, I think I just said like, how do you feel about gay people or something like that? Just like, you know, open-ended. And then he started saying all this shit about like, oh, ooh, can I swear on you? Go for it. Okay, he started like saying all this shit. He's like, well, a man shouldn't be with a man and a woman shouldn't be with a woman because they can't have children. And if God wanted it to work, you know, that kind of dumb thing. Yeah. Okay. So then I like talked to him for an hour, like trying to educate him. And then I was like, okay, anyway, so I'm bisexual. Yeah. And then that kind of like changed the tone. And I feel like a lot of people are like that, but it shouldn't be that way. Like, it shouldn't be like, oh, I'm only accepting because I have a friend that's that way or family. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be like that. But so, yeah, but he hasn't like said anything to me like that, um, like about it. And then my sister's cool. She's Gen Z. You know how yeah. they <laughs> so wait, How did your mom react to it? Because like, if your mom kind of always kind of assumed or like kind of always knew was she like yeah I knew or like did she like she was like well she was like really supportive she's like oh thanks for telling me and like I didn't feel like she was like um judgmental at all and she's like yeah I kind of like always she what she say she's like I like always question it because you don't really talk to me she's like okay here's how she said she's like yeah I always wondered who like you're attracted to because you don't really talk to me about that kind of stuff and blah 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 but I think she knew especially because like before like when I didn't know that I was bisexual how I was like yeah I think I'm gay <laughs> so I think she kind of had a feeling that I wasn't straight you know but she's very supportive that's good how you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but I also don't know how to ask so how is it or how do you feel being a black bisexual beautiful woman because I know like um, there's a stigma like in society but then there's always like a stigma within the black community also yes for sure within the black community there's a lot of homophobia and I feel like most of it comes from like black men you know trying to protect their fragile masculinity and stuff like that and like a lot of things that like sometimes you'll hear like when it comes to that um people are like oh like they're trying to like push an agenda they're trying to make you think that gay is okay blah 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 and it's like no it's not that way at all but like why don't you want to like learn more or be educated you know what I mean it is I feel like it is pretty stigmatized and like people don't want to learn about it so I think that yeah makes it more difficult (laughs) yeah how do you feel now that you are out of the closet? I feel free. Um, really? Okay. Yes. So how did you feel before? Like, because I knew you knew, but then like you weren't sure. And now you know for sure. Like how, how did you feel before the knowing compared to now? Yeah, before I feel like I had a lot of like internalized shame, not even and it's not even like I felt that way about myself. But it's like because of what like society or other people think I kind of would like project that onto myself. Um, And then like, before I used to be worried, I'd be like, Oh, my God, like, people can't see me like checking out girls, because then they'll know I like, but it's like, it's not that serious. You know what I mean? But 
I was like just kind of like worried about like little things like that then now I'm like whatever I don't care you know so what do you wish to see more from allies oh that's a good question I would say I think that like we all appreciate the work that allies do and they do a lot but I would like to see more allyship in person, if that makes sense. And what I mean by that is like a lot of times, you know, like someone will say something homophobic or racist or just like any kind of prejudice. And then like in the moment, you can kind of be like scared to say something. So you let it slide. So I'd like to see more people like call out someone if they're like saying anything that's homophobic, like explain it to them. Don't just be like doing it on like, you know what I mean? Like it's good to have like online activism, but also like do the work in person as well. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Or, like do it like right then and there. Like I've had times where I've been too scared to speak up because I either didn't know the person well enough to feel like I could call them out right then and there. Mm-hmm. Now that's definitely changed. I kind of say whatever I want now um but I'll I would send them a text like after the fact and like once we got home like hey at one point during this 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 and this you said something stupid this is why that was wrong and like I'll send them like a message and now I Mm -hmm. say it like right then and there um yeah that's good and I feel like that happens to all of us sometimes you just like freeze up you don't know what to say or like I have like even an an example of that a few weeks or a few months ago I like overheard um some coworkers talking because they were like kind of by my area and so um the lady was saying something about she was like yeah like um I had like an 11 year old client saying um that she's bisexual and how do you even know that at 11 and then there's another guy like they were like in the conversation I wanted to say something so badly but I was like scared to be honest and also I was like it's not worth it like you seem ignorant but if we all think that way I I feel like that's not a good mindset to have and maybe I should have said something you know because I mean but yeah and they were just saying that I was kind of like wow like y'all are really ignorant and it shows (laughs) and then it's like you never know who's around you. Like you can't tell just by looking at, you know what I mean? So then that kind of made me uncomfortable too, because I'm like, okay, well, if they're saying that, like who knows like what other like prejudice beliefs they have and stuff. And it just like made me feel uncomfortable. So ever since hearing that, I was like, yeah, like I'm not going to like talk to anyone at work about that, you know? Yeah. My sister calls me politically correct because in the past- Yeah, because I, I, first of all, I don't really know what that means. Second of all, she was like, well, in the past, like, few years, you'll ask people what their pronouns are, like, right away. Like, in, like mm-hmm. once you meet some, like, she's realized that, like, when I meet somebody, I'll be like, hey, like, my name is Nina. Do you mind if I ask you what your pronouns are? And she's like, you never, you never used to do that. I don't think you knew to do that. And I was like, you work with a lot of people. Do you not ask them what their pronouns are? Just like, what? <laughs> so I think, like, as a straight person, that's kind of what I know to do. So there's a lot more education that I think I need to do. Um, 
but one of my friends is like asking what my pronouns are is enough for me for somebody to do because people don't think to do that and they identify mm-hmm. as they them and there so she they were like see it's still hard they were like you <laughs> never you never did that except for recently and I was like well I kind of assume that you were identifying more that way when you talk about yourself so I just asked you like hey what do you identify as because you've changed your own speech so things like that um but I need to do more education I think because I'm straight like I don't know what people feel and how to do certain things except for that part so that's really cool um, and yeah. I agree. I think it's like good to ask people their pronouns too, because I feel like it's easy to assume based on what you see, but like that doesn't like, you know, just because you see someone and assume that they're like a certain gender, like that might not be how they identify. So I feel like if everyone were to ask, or if you just like what you said, like when you meet someone, tell them your pronouns, I feel like that makes them more comfortable. Yep. And then you don't have to like, um, worry about like oh am I using the wrong pronouns because you started off that way and I feel like by initiating it too it's like like the person's like okay like this person kind of like understands and like I don't have to feel you know like awkward or weird talking to them yeah like even if I'm in meetings with like our sorority and stuff if I'm in big meetings I'll put in parentheses what my pronouns are because I Mm -hmm. know somebody else in that meeting identifies differently So just so that they are aware, like, hey, make sure you know people's pronouns before you talk kind of thing. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, We're going to go in a slight speed round to wrap things up. What do you do for self-care? Ooh, Ooh. self-care. Okay. (laughs) So I really like being by myself, even though I like to, like, hang out with friends. So for self-care, I will just, like, light a candle or, like, a wax melt. And then just like chill, do nothing, um, get cozy with a good book or like put a show on. Or when it's like a really rough week, I'll be like, you know, today I'm just going to only watch YouTube videos. <laughs> and I love taking baths. They're my favorite. So I think that's like my favorite self-care, taking a bath. <laughs> I took a bath one time and then the water got cold and I was like drinking wine. I had candles lit on my counter and then the water got cold and I was like, <laughs> all right time to actually take a shower and then the shower (laughs) felt really good because the water was hotter than like the bath Mm -hmm. over time and then my water bill was a little bit more expensive and I was like dang I should not have (laughs) taken that bath I should have just taken the shower but it was really nice and I'm short so like my bathtub fits and I can just like lay in it yeah yes and so what I do um when the water starts to get cold I drain like half of it and then put like super hot water and then by the time it mixes it's like a nice temperature yeah what is okay I changed my question what is the worst advice you have ever been given the worst oh that's a good question I have to think the worst advice I've ever been given (laughs) probably by me (laughs) (laughs) I feel like most advice is helpful in some way um so Okay, I, I don't think this is like necessarily advice, but like, it kind of makes me think of like, you know how like everyone wants to follow their dreams and like, 
sometimes like your dream is something like, you know, you can make it happen, but like other people like might not think it's practical or they're like, oh, like you need to have a plan, be a backup plan. So I think like, I don't think it's good advice when people are like, oh, well, you can't do this thing because it's like, well, you don't know that. I feel like if you're really passionate about something, you can make it happen. So like, I kind of don't like when people like discourage others from like fulfilling their dreams because they think it's not practical. Like, I'm kind of thinking of like, you know how like, um, when like people are about to go to college um, around that age some people are like oh like I want to be an actor or like I want to be a singer and then like they act, they really want to do it that's their dream and then like people are like no don't do that like you're going to be broke it's not practical like discouraging someone from going after what they want I think that's not good advice <laughs> what is the best advice you have ever been given the best advice I've ever been given okay this came from one of my coworkers. I love her to death she said um, so what happened was there was a position that opened up and that's a position I'm in now, actually. Um, I was like, I really wanted it and I've wanted it for like years and I was scared to apply. Sometimes I feel like you limit yourself, like you're holding yourself back. And I was scared to apply and I was like making all these excuses as to why I wouldn't. And she like gave me a pep talk and she was like, Aisha, you can't lose a game she's like you're making yourself lose a game that you haven't even played what's the worst that could happen the worst that could happen is they could say no and so that's the best advice I've ever gotten like don't limit yourself play the game like you we all doubt ourselves and that's okay but like you have to put yourself out there like the only way you're gonna like succeed is to get out of your comfort zone so like whenever something is like I'm like man I want to do this but I can't I'm like don't lose a game that you haven't even played and I ended up getting the position so yeah I think and you told me good. that when we were catching up so yeah that is some good advice <laughs> what is a rule that you live by Ooh, a rule that I live by oh okay so <laughs> when it comes to making decisions not like big decisions but just little things like oh like what do I want to get? Like, what do I want to eat? What do I want to do? Like, I can spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. So what I tell myself, I ask myself, well, what would I regret not getting? And then that's the thing I get or the thing that I do. So like, if I'm at a restaurant, I'm like, man, this pizza sounds good. But also like, this pasta or whatever. I'm like, okay, if I left, which one would I be sad that I didn't get? And then I go with that. Does that make sense? That's actually (laughs) a good mindset. Because I'm so hungry, so. I feel like it makes things so much easier because then, like, you're not spending time thinking. I feel like it makes you more in the moment because you're like, okay, well, right now, I know that if I didn't get this thing, I would feel sad, so let me get that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, last question. What is a word that would describe you? (laughs) Ooh. I'm thinking silly, but I feel like <laughs> there's a better word. Um, spontaneous. <laughs> that fits. That fits. Yes. <laughs> All righties. I will end it. Thank you, lovely. You're welcome.